your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And tonight it is put up or shut up. It's win or go home. It's whatever phrase you want to use, but they're all relevant because tonight, if the Avalanche cannot get past Vegas and send the series back to Denver for a game seven, their season is over. And a lot of people, if you're, if you're, you know, following people on social media, don't have any faith in this avalanche team. And I'm going to tell you why that's wrong. So before we get to all of that, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, L O P N underscore avalanche on Instagram, search for locked on avalanche and send any questions, comments, concerns, opinions to locked on avalanche at gmail.com. So can the avalanche pull this off? That is the big question. And at the beginning of the season, if you've been following the show for a while, you heard me on other podcasts, and I had even brought it up with Connor McGahey when he was on here uh, his first time on the show. <clears throat> and one of the things that I had brought up to him was I was getting asked the question all the time on if the Avs don't win it this year, would it be considered a failure of a season? Uh, taking everything into account, taking into how this the schedule is, the divisions, uh, you're only playing those teams in your division. It's it's not uh, that long of a season, 56 games. You're taking all of that stuff into account. And COVID, obviously, later on it would be the injuries for the Avalanche. Uh, would you give them a pass if they faltered and, and didn't compete for the cup? And I didn't really know how to answer it at the time. And I kind of, in the back of my mind, was like, uh, you know, I don't want to give anybody an excuse because whoever wins this wins this whole thing, whoever wins the cup, you know, they're they're a legit winner. So I I was saying, uh, yeah, I think it is a failure of a season. You know, we had to see how the season played out, and of course, played out that they're President's Trophy winners. So they still handed that out. And, you know, that they, they will go down as the president's trophy of this season, president's trophy winners of this season. And there's something to be said for that, even if you're only playing seven other teams. There's still something to be said for that. Because this season was a difficult season in terms of all those things I just mentioned. Avalanche got struck with COVID twice. They had, again, a season full of injuries, and they overcame it again. So that's adversity. You know, never mind the, who, who you're playing. You're only playing X amount of teams. You had to go through a lot of crap to get to the point you're at right now. So, yes, if the Avalanche lose, this is a, a failed season. You were the favorites going in. So... That's on that's on you. And you held up your end of the bargain. 
when it when it comes to that when it comes to you know Vegas thought you had the best chance to to win the cup <clears throat> and you answered that call by being the president's trophy winner now all that adversity that you have gone through this season and you still came out on top of the league still gives me hope that this avalanche team can can pull this off is it going to be easy god no this might be the most difficult part of their postseason and if they get past it you have to feel great about their chances going forward not because if they do win these next two games they're playing montreal that's not why it's got nothing to do with montreal it's because you went up against a team who's really had your number. You're competing. You're fighting. <clears throat> and if you somehow pull off these next two games, this is – I'm not saying the rest of the way is smooth sailing, but what you've accomplished is that is going to carry you deep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you, you might be feeling it doesn't matter. who We, we could be playing Tampa next. Now, I know there's some people that are thinking, well, look at what uh, Boston. Boston was in the same situation that the Avalanche were in, where they had to go into the opponent's arena. They had to win that to force a game seven. And look what happened. Boston got pretty much destroyed in that game against the Islanders, and the Islanders have moved on. Don't look at that and think, see, that that's how this is going to work. Two completely different teams, really four completely different teams. And, you know, the Avalanche are a, are a better team than both of those teams. No disrespect to them. And the Islanders are playing very well. But they're, they're not what the Colorado Avalanche can do. The Avs can do this. <clears throat> and I know a lot of people online are not believing in them i have to think you haven't been watching them all year if, if you're just that type of fan that tunes in during the playoffs and that's fine if you are i know that you know i do that with basketball i don't watch the nba the regular season but i'll tune in in, in the playoffs to see who is crowned champion if you're that type of of fan that's fine thank you for tuning in right now but if you haven't watched them all throughout the year you you missed a lot of what this team can do. And when they lose, they don't lose multiple games very often. They they lost three games in a row. I believe it was once during the regular season. They did not lose four games in a row during the regular season. So uh, odds go in that favor. That favors the Avalanche. Now you are playing in Vegas. <clears throat> that is That is the difficult part because when Vegas has the last change, they are putting that top line up against the Avs top line. So what needs to happen? These bottom six players and forwards need to step up. They've been playing well. They've been they've been doing okay, but they need to start putting the puck in the back of the net. Because I think that's the one thing that I don't have a lot of confidence in, and it's really weird to say this. Uh, that the top line can get going. I think that I think the top line they they're always going to compete. That's never going to change. But Vegas has done a very good job of shutting them down, so they'll get opportunities. But I think the 
you know, third and fourth lines will get many opportunities and they need to put those pucks away. So I think that's where this game will be decided in the bottom six and then in the, in the defensive zone. I thought the abs did a pretty good job. Limit those turnovers and, you know, it's fair game to want to, you know, rag on Burakovsky and rag on Landis Cocktail. That is fair game. But don't think those guys aren't going to learn from that and want to play better. When stuff like that happens, I look for guys like those two guys in particular to come out even better and correct those mistakes. So that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Don't sell this team short. Don't give up on them. They are going to fight because they know they know what, what's at stake. Not only is their season at stake, but if they win it, they go back home where they play excellent. And they played excellent the last time that they were there. Just we went through it yesterday. The things that crushed that game for them, three turnovers. So it's not over. It's not over. Don't give up the hope. Don't buy into what the people are saying online. It's it it's dire. But if there's one team that has their back against the wall and can come out fighting, it is this team. So I think you're going to get a really, really good game tonight. The big thing that you don't want to do is do not want to give up that first goal. That is because you're, you're going to be in Vegas with that crowd, 100% capacity. You give up a first goal, and if you give up a first goal early, that's going to suck the life right out of you. So who needs to step up in particular? We'll get to that in a moment, but we are going to hear from a couple of our sponsors today and a brand new sponsor with Stat Hero. And I used to do uh, daily fantasy sports, and after a little while, I just gave up on it because I felt like I would win, like maybe like a dollar or two here and there, but I would never really win, like I'd never even sniff the. I'm not going to say I'm expecting to win the grand prize, but I thought I would have a, a pretty decent shot at winning some, you know, good money doing some daily fantasy sports. <clears throat> and after a little while, I just kind of gave up because I'm like, this is either rigged or, you know, maybe I'm just not that smart at picking, uh, you know, football players. I, I thought I would be, but uh, there's always people that seem to have those players that do amazing and they have them all. Those guys that you that haven't had a breakout game all season, and then uh, somebody somewhere picked all five of those guys. Eighty-five percent of people who play daily fantasy sports they lose, so that does not surprise me. And pretty much like I'm saying, the game is rigged against you. So you're playing against thousands of other lineups. You're playing against other experts. They have more tools than you do, and they have more time, and it's really basically don't stand a chance. Now with Stat Hero, you do. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control, and winning is within reach. And this is how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. So it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups. You name the stakes. It's winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. 
Who else does that? Nobody. You are in total control. Stat hero daily fantasy sports. The way it is meant to be. It's one on one. So play stat hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on and sign up for free. And right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you 300%, a 300% match, which is unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on NHL. Once again, it's stathero.com slash locked on NHL. Really, really cool stuff. Uh, also, Brought to you by Wealthfront. And investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create that portfolio of globally diversified, low cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. And Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay. As you invest, Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. That's W E A L T H F R O N T.com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings and get started today. So, I don't think we are going to see many changes in the lineup when it comes to at least this game. If the la- if the Avs are lucky enough to to win this thing, they get Nazem Kadri back, and then we'll have a discussion uh, about that, about where he fits in and uh, some moves that can be made. So that is another plus for the Avs. Win, go back home, game seven, Nazem Kadri is back. But for now, I think Jared Bednar is pretty pleased with how his team played overall and the changes that were made. <clears throat> so I don't think you're going to see. Uh, many changes, if any. Maybe you might get some line changes, but I think he wants to keep things the way that they were, especially breaking up that top line uh, to get some grit, I guess, in in the other lines, mainly with Gabe Landeskog. So who needs to, who, I guess, who to look out for? Um, I, I There might be some periods of time where he does put that top line back together just to maybe throw Vegas a different look every once in a while. You might see uh, Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen, depending on how the game is going, running double shifts. That's that's a very real possibility. If they're down, maybe you know one to nothing in the second, they might start doing that and forcing the issue. Then maybe you get those three guys back together. But I don't think it's going to happen in the very beginning. So I think you might see more of the same. And I think Brandon Saad has earned being up on that top line right now. He's your he's your goal scorer. So put him up there with uh, Rantanen and, and McKinnon. So I think the, the top line, uh, even though they might not be playing together, look for all three of those guys, and, and especially McKinnon. You know, he, I don't know if he listens to what people are saying. I don't think he's not on social media a ton. I don't, number one, I don't think he cares even if he, if he is hearing it, but he knows, he knows he has to start playing better and he knows this is, you know, everything is riding. Maybe his, I hate to say it, maybe his legacy up to now is riding on this. And we're all talking about Connor McDavid 
can't get out of his own way in the playoffs. And even though Nathan McKinnon puts up stats and puts up numbers, it's not translating into wins. It's not translating into, uh, you know, moving on to the next round. It's definitely not translating into getting to the Stanley Cup final, let alone winning it. He's fully aware of that stuff. So you, I th- you're going to get his best effort without a doubt. You're, you should get your best effort from everybody on this team without a doubt. But guys like him uh, kick it into another gear. And I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, do what he can do. I, I just, my only fear with that is uh, he does press a little bit too much when things are on the line. If there's a game that's, you know, late, late minutes in a game and they're down by one, sometimes he just is skating out of his skates, which sometimes gets him into trouble. So I, I, I which I want him to play his game, that speed game, that attack game, but also be in control. Uh, and I'm sure Jared Bednar has had these conversations with him. So definitely the top line individually, wherever they may be playing, all three of those guys want to have a good game. Logan O'Connor, I would have to imagine he's going to be there because that guy, man, it, it, it's not translating into a ton of points for him. But wow, like he is incredible to watch. I think he is going to have a good game. I think, you know, your your big names, Kale McCarr, should have he guy guys like him, even though they're young, uh, I think you're going to see him rise to the occasion. But a guy that I think that could have a really big game, uh, and and he's come on this year big time. And we've kind of changed the narrative with him over the course of the season, and that's Tyson Jost. Uh, I think I think Tyson Jost has been around long enough and been on this team long enough and won and lost in the playoffs with this team long enough where he doesn't want to deal with it either. <clears throat> so I think he could be one of these unsung heroes, one of these underdog type of players that yeah, because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to feel it the way Nathan McKay, Nathan McKinnon wants to feel it. Doesn't want to feel it. So, I think Tyson Jost is is going to be amped up and ready to go. And I do the I join in the the Avs Twitter psychic. I give you a heads up right now. He's my pick. He's going to be my pick because I think he's going to have uh, a monster of a game. At least I hope he does. So. Who do you got? Who do you think is the guys that need to step up? Who are the guys that you think will step up? Um, shoot me a line, lockedonavalanche at gmail.com. Uh, but you, you really should see guys across the board putting in their best effort. Guys like Nachuskin. <clears throat> I said in yesterday's show, I love what Val Nachuskin's been doing this series. I, I just feel so comfortable when he is bringing the puck into the zone or if he's going to the boards. Uh, you feel... Like, there's a better chance of him coming away winning those board battles than really anybody else on the team right now. So I think he's playing an exceptional series. Can not translate into a ton of points, uh, but just doing those little things, like winning board battles. So guys like him will step up. And you want your, your you know, players like Don Scoy. 
He had a nice goal the other day. Maybe that that'll get him going. Uh, you know, P.E. Belmar, one of the fan favorites. You feel for him a little bit because he's on that fourth line with, you know, guys. He was with Newhook and, and Ranta, but uh, I think I think Newhook played a good game. It'll be interesting to see how he plays. Alex Newhook being his first uh, elimination game. I'm assuming he's playing again. Uh, but guys like that will get into the action. But I do want to see how many minutes he gets. Again, that will depend on how this game goes. And if the Avalanche are down, Alex Newhook's not going to go out of time. It's going to go to the bigs. You just don't want them getting out early. They, they've been getting the first goal a lot, and they need to continue to do that. So uh, one more bit of news to get to, and it's award season. And not that it matters right now, but uh, an Av player was given a nomination. So uh, first we're going to hear from rockauto.com, the family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. So not that it matters right now because the only thing that does matter is Game 6 against Vegas, but... Uh, they are announcing awards each day. A new award is coming out, and they're announcing the nom- nominees for it. And really, is no surprise, Cal McCarr is nominated for the Norris Trophy. Uh, I don't know if anybody had asked him how he felt about it yet, but he probably gave the answer. I'm only thinking of Game Six. Would not surprise me if you know that was the extent of his uh, answer. If somebody did ask him. Uh, but looking ahead, I, I genuinely think Kale McCarr has a great shot of winning that. I think, you know, of all of the Avalanche players that are nominated for things, and right now I think the only ones that have been nominated are him and uh, Philip Grubauer for uh, best goalie for the Vesna Trophy. I don't think Nathan McKinnon will be in the mix for the heart this year. Uh Jared Bednar should be in the mix for the Jack Adams, but even if he is, he won't win it. If Nathan McKinnon is in for the heart, he won't win it. Joe Sackick, if you want to include that one, uh, should win for best GM, uh, but that one would be up in the air. I just feel like for some reason he doesn't get a lot of credit. He gets a lot of credit in the press, but to win the GM of the year award for some reason has been elusive for him. I think Kale McCarr has the best shot uh, for an Avs player to win an award. And the thing that everybody's holding against him is the the 12 games he's missed. And I think that gets thrown out the door with how close he was and how up in the, the stats he was for defenders. Even missing those 12 games, that's more impressive. If he hadn't missed those games, we would not even be talking about this right now. 
that would be it would be a foregone conclusion. It'd be Kale McCarr's in the bag. But for some reason, you miss 12 games in a 56-game season, and people want to question it. And I think that's fair. And the other two guys that are in this award with Adam Fox and who's the other guy from um, Tampa? I'm blanking on his name. Hedman, Victor Hedman. Uh, both worthy guys. Absolutely. Uh, but I just think I, I think the 12 games that Kale McCarr missed and putting up the stats he did helps him. Doesn't hurt him. So uh, that's my rant. If you want to call me biased, go right ahead. So congrats to Kale McCarr. I think uh, as young as he is, getting a nom- nomination at this stage in his career, that may be a reason why he won't get it because people will think, God, he's so young and he's this good. He's going to get them sooner or later. So we'll give it to Hedman again or or whatever, Fox. But uh, it's not his last. And if he does win it, he will probably win many more by the time his career is over. He's not thinking about that right now. I'm not thinking about that right now. The Avalanche not thinking about that right now. The only thing that matters is this game. This is going to be a test for the Avalanche. This is going to be a test of skill and will and determination and just fight. And I think the Avalanche have it in them to do that. It is not going to be easy. Vegas is a very good team. They figured out, really, how to play the Avs. Uh, It's not to say that the Avs can't adjust. They prove that they can. Uh, But that it was on their home ice where they had last change. That... That last change is is making and breaking this series. And Pete DeBoer for, for Vegas knows how to utilize it. So the Yavs, you know, they can't do anything about that. So then that means, all right, then we got to go head up on these guys. Whoever is matching up on the ice, doesn't matter what line it is. We got to win the fights. We have to win the battles. I think they can do it. It's it's not going to be a four to one game. I don't think, and you know, if the Avalanche win this thing, this could be exactly what it was for Game Five. This could be uh, another overtime, which would just be more gut wrenching than the last one because now your season's on the line in an overtime game. That those are the worst, but also the best. So we shall see. Tune in. It's going to be fun. Hopefully, and uh, we'll be talking about the results tomorrow. That will be it, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I have a good feeling about this. We'll see you tomorrow. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go!